What's up, y'all? We have so much to talk about. It might be an extended show today because, baby. So we're going to be talking about WWE. We are happy. Now a lot of people are sad because they're getting fired. Uh, AEW might be going to uh, Max and Jade might be leaving. We're not for, for sure, but we'll see what happens. Keep it locked. Next. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Hello, guys. This is La Mera Mera Thunder Rosa, and I'm here to tell you that you're watching Women Wrestling Talk. And welcome to Women's Wrestling Talk, WWT Live. I am not alone. The professor's in the building. What's going on? Happy Friday, TK. How are you? Woo, man, I am. I am. I'm good. I had a real adult moment yesterday. I was in yeah. I was in my house and I was blaring like music at 10:30 at night, just mm -hmm. minding my own business. And I was like, "This is this is good." The house was yeah. clean. Yeah, up, that bitch. And I was yeah, like, this, this is this is I like this adult. Like I like this. You and I, I had just a moment to like take it all in, and that's important. That's the word of the day. Just take it all in. Too Absolutely, I can rock with that for yeah. sure. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. And he is back. He was gone for a minute. Now he's back in it. Booney, how you doing? I'm doing good. It's my first day fully COVID free, so I'm I'm back on the men. I'm still still a little tired here and there and everything, but I'm feeling so much better than I was last week. So hey, anything better than that? <laughs> that part, because yeah, a lot of people are getting um, COVID, and even in the picket lines out here. Um, Apparently, a lot of people are getting uh, COVID as well. So I don't know. Yeah. And this is my first time. Like, I haven't even had a cold since 2019. I've been, I've been good, but the, yeah, it hit me. And, oh, yeah. But uh, it's just better, better that it's happened. I got through it. Now I know I'm like, okay, I, I got this. There it is. And DJ Chuck, what's good? What's going on? What's going on? Happy Friday. A lot happening today. The the what's the women's wrestling talk I uh um chat was on fire on uh WhatsApp. <laughs> it was it was nonstop. It was nonstop and a lot of bombshells were dropped, which I'm yes. sure we're gonna However, get into. We are, but let's get into some good stuff celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month. Uh, so we're going to have a lot of articles, just a lot of different things happening. We're having some panels that I'm really, really excited about. Um, so happy Hispanic, Hispanic Heritage Month. Definitely check out the website, www.talkpod.com. Santana, our editor, has been curating some really good articles. So definitely check that out. Yeah, you um, know it's going to be a good show if it starts off with a Thunder Rosa drop. I'm just saying. <laughs> there is that. Uh, what do you say, JD? Be careful. Side effects can include. Wow. I'm good. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know if you're speaking from experience, JD, but you know, wow. you know it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, but wow. I want to kick it off with because I don't what know does everybody want. <laughs> uh, I don't know if uh, I don't know if Professor you hopped on before we talked about it or not, but let's kick it off with some women's news with Jade Cargill. So does anybody want to take that? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, there's rumors that Jay Cargill may, may be stepping away from 
pro wrestling after an AEW exit. They're, um, they're saying that her uh, match that will air tonight on Rampage may be the last with AEW. And there's rumors that she could be going over to WWE, but there's also rumors that she may just be backing away from pro wrestling and focusing on her softball team. So what are your thoughts? Well, TK can't really talk about this. So <laughs> let me let me let me help us. For those of us who have watched the how this rolls with TK, we understand. So let me let me keep TK out of this. I'll say a couple of things. First, Wait, before, before we do that, we have uh oh. Uh oh, it's a full house today. Rushing the, hey. the streets. It's a full house today. He said, No. Can you guys hear me? Loud and clear, man. Professor Junior is on in, in the chat too. We got a lot of people. He, he, he is. Jr. He just Represent. decided to just come on in and commandeer things. It's, it's, That's how it's Professor that Junior in the house. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's hit it. What's, what, what's okay. So, so here's where we're going, Jax. All right. That's enough, bud. Thank you. Um, so here's the deal. First and foremost, uh, it is pretty safe to say that Jade is leaving AEW. Um, first, if, if you didn't understand how this could possibly happen, uh, we are almost at the full three-year mark of her contract uh, when she first entered AEW. So there's that. The second piece of it, which I think is interesting, which should be a telltale sign to everyone, is Jade Cargill, a monstrous return on Collision, has a rematch not at Grand Slam Dynamite in New York next week, not at Wrestle Dream in Seattle on pay-per-view, but on your least watched show, Rampage. That should tell you everything you need to know about the future for Jade Cargill. Now, the rumors that are flying right now about Jade Cargill potentially leaving pro wrestling, um, here's what I say to that. That's being based on what she says, uh, you know, what people have said that she said backstage, you know, where her and her, hu or her husband slash boyfriend are going to be paying more attention to their, uh, their minor league baseball team. Which won a championship, by the way. Which won a championship? Hmm. Let me ask all of you a question. Really simple question. This is for everybody in chat. Really simple. If you had gotten a job, a new job, and you were leaving your old job, would you then go around after you gave your letter of resignation telling everybody who asked you where you were going? Particularly if that new job is in somewhat competition with your current job. We all know the answer to this question, right? right. Now, wait, wait, maybe we shouldn't because, you know, some new age folks would probably run around and tell everybody, hey, I'm going yeah. here, there, and everywhere. There's an old saying. you want to be about it. Yeah, there's an old saying that says loose lips sink ships. That part. So to that end, I say I have no expectation for Jade Cargill to show her hand um, to spaces that could actually talk to media personnel. I don't expect that at all. So, you know, so what Jay does is obviously up to her. Let me tell you a few other telltale signs for us. Number one, Jade Cargill missed the two biggest shows for AEW. 
one of them being all out which had traditionally been kind of their big show but then all in you know where they had allegedly eighty-one thousand people i won't even dig into that but they had a master i mean a huge huge crowd biggest show in their history and she didn't didn't show up right so those signs told me that for one you know this isn't high on her priority list right now um and so then from there i was surprised to see her come back when she did but you know in light of all of these things now it's kind of like coming back to say goodbye and then move forward. So from where I sit, I'm in full belief that she'll find herself in WWE. The when, the how, the where, that's still up for debate. And I have my own theories on how it should happen. But uh, yeah, certainly, and there's video going around of the kind of, you know, her hugging in the ring and, you know, her, her kind of send off in that regard, which was very clear. And there it is. That's very clear. This is not, we're about to go into a new program. You know, right. uh, this is, thank you for all that you've done. Thank you for the opportunity. And we're moving yeah. forward. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. Yeah, the, the first I uh, found out and then saw, saw the rumors, I'm like, nah, it just to me, I, I feel like it's just being kept under wraps. Like, I mean, not not even just for just behind the scenes on leaving the job, but just even for, you know, whenever that surprise or when that that entrance happens. I don't I don't know when uh, you said you have some theories. Do, Do you feel like do you feel like Royal Rumble would be too far away? For, for it to be that kind of debut? Or do you think it would uh, happen any sooner than that if it, if it were? Here's if if Gerard is writing this story, here's what happens. What happens is she quietly leaves AEW. She finds her way to the peak sun. Go forward. Go, come on. I'm on a show. Thank you. I don't, this Go is, forward. This, is, this usually does not happen. This is crazy. All right. So here's how this goes. All right. Professor, you're missing. He's giving you effects in the bag. He's been spinning the belt. The yeah. Time. Yeah. It's been like all the, all the things. Son, go forward. Man. So. Hey, hey, no, we can't, we can't just roll over that. That's a new yeah, one. I got to yeah, use that. that was, <laughs> just give you. I have like. Go forward. <laughs> I'm just gonna just start using, you know what? <laughs> can we clip that, yeah. Dylan? Can you clip that? Yeah, please. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was everything. Son, I have nothing. I have oh, Is it raining? Oh, okay, son. <laughs> Finish watching your tablet, bud, okay? Uh, okay. Oh, oh, no, no, All right. So I, I, need, I, I need son go forward clipped <laughs> by end of day. <laughs> So here's how I would put it this goes together. to carry on way would start the sun go for it. Okay, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. The way I'd put this together, she leaves uh, AEW quietly. She finds her way to the PC, but only goes to the PC in the wee hours of the morning, like two, three, four a.m., where it's dark and there's no paparazzi, right? Or, or she finds herself exclusively training at Natalia's house, at Natalia's yep. ring. It yep. needs to be somewhere where it is uh, clandestine, where nobody can show up. There is no paparazzi. Let her do her thing and then let her be the surprise entrant at the Rumble. And mm-hmm. I think that, to me, is how I would rock this because uh, it is just the way she 
this doesn't need to be uh, leaked. It doesn't need to be leaked at all. You know, and I think back to the Cody Rhodes situation, you know, when we got word that Cody had left AEW, you know, everybody was like, he's going to WWE. He's not. He's doing this. And he did his best to keep things quiet and uh, made things happen so that, you know, WrestleMania was the moment. So that's how I would do it uh, if it were me for Jade Cargill, giving yeah. her whatever additional reps she needs so that when she comes into WWE, she can come in with uh, both guns blazing. Yeah, Professor. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Question: Do you think she needs to start? If she does, do you think she should start at uh, NXT or main roster? Uh, I think she's probably needed most in main roster. Some would say NXT, but that's why I would give her, you know, three months in the PC or with Natalia because I think that would do what she needed to do. Because what's going to end up happening is she's going to end up on the road which is something completely different than what y'all y'all know this is wearing me out right uh it's completely different than you know what she had been doing she has mm -hmm. not had the liberty of had son oh. <laughs> she's not had the liberty of being able to you know do shows regularly it's been once a week if she ends up on TV and in a ring so I think being able to work at the PC on a regular basis would be a major, major win for her. Um, both both are saying uh, Fightful Select reported Wednesday night that Jade was done. It was after this match aired on TV. I knew something was up when her rematch with Chris was wasted on Rampage. <laughs> Professor, I don't know if you mean done, done or done going to somewhere else, but sorry, go on. Professor, you just clued on what I was going back and forth in my mind yesterday. Mm -hmm. Jay Cargill's in a very unique situation where character and physique wise, she's main roster ready now, mm -hmm. but in ring wise, and please, I know the front row mafia may kill me for saying this, but this is just honestly, in terms of in ring, my first thought was she needs to link up with, like you said, link up with Natalia, go to the PC quietly and get her reps in. Because, and that's funny, I look, I'm looking at her record on my phone in AEW, and that's why I was surprised she left. I think she still had a lot to do in that company. Yeah. There was a lot of bribery she didn't hit. There was a lot of people she didn't have long to, and you know, they kept her away from a lot of different people on the roster to give her the Goldberg effect. She couldn't lose to build that character up. At yeah, least that's the way, at least that's the way I'm looking at it, but she she character wise, it would be a waste to go to NXT. You need her on the main roster, but where she at is rep wise. I don't see her going twenty or thirty with Becky Lynch, or or Bailey, Charlotte, or, or Charlotte, Bianca. or Rhea Ripley, mm -hmm. or uh, Bianca Belair. She's not there yet. Yeah, I had to, I had to be plain and honest. She will get there, but she needs work. So you have a very unique situation of. You have someone that's character-driven and ready, but you want to make sure they put on the best match possible. So I, I go forward. I thought she's got to go away, go to the PC. <laughs> oh. What is happening? What is wow. happening? Wow. Wow. What happened? That was fast. Dylan wow. Is man. What was it? Jeez. Oh, that was a clip? Yeah. Go forward. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Dylan's on it. On it. It, it. I was, love it. 
I love it. Give a moment for Dylan. Give a moment for Dylan. I mean, I mean, I mean. People work fast, but the internet always works faster. It never loses. (laughs) Sounds like a lot of you guys are advocating for main roster. So let me, because I gotta go move my car. I'm gonna play devil's advocate real quick. I think the NXT. I think the NXT run is actually best for her, not from a standpoint of needing, like obviously everybody needs reps, stuff like that, but acclimating, uh, acclimating to the WWE style, number one, her star power would shine brighter in NXT, and she can do a short run, a la LA Knight carrying across. It doesn't have to be a long thing. It could be like three to six months in and out, but if she went to Maine right away, I don't think we should confuse the fact that the WWE main roster audience watches the AEW product and would actually know who she was. That like, I think I think there's too much to get lost in that regard. So like a quick NXT run, especially in a deep women's division where she can work a lot of programs in the quick three to six month time frame to heat her up. That way the audience knows who she is. Now NXT is a third brand. And then boom, you create a new star right off the back. Because I, I, I don't think, I think what, one thing that came about when this news dropped was like, how is WWE going to put their spin on her? Like, it's not going to be Jade Cargill. It might be a completely different name. Mm, uh, just, to, just so they own the rights. No, so, I, I you don't think so. think so? No, because yeah, I, 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 I see. You don't think you don't think you might get like Jade Winters or something no, no, random? Because, because I think for certain people and the the state of WWE now, what they've been doing in the last maybe year, year and a half, there have been people who get to keep their names. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they might change it slightly how they changed Bianca's name, but not where it's going to be. Because regardless if you watch AEW as a product, if you're a WWE, like, you know, diehard, like, you know who Jade is. If you, if you, if you follow women's wrestling, I should say. If you kind of know the tops of the tops, you like you're familiar with Jade. So, you know, they might just go to one name, but the likelihood of her coming with a whole different name, like this that's that's not that's not the play. We gotta yeah. stop we, we gotta stop underestimating that the audience may not know. We gotta stop under because how many times have we said they're not gonna know that person they call him WWE. How many times have we said that to a wrestler over the last couple of years and the audience knew as soon as they hit the curtain? We got to give the audience more credit. They'll know. They'll know. Yeah, yeah I, I can see it. Yeah, I think she's going to keep her name. I, but I do. I did, There's part of me that really does agree about a short NXT run that I I think would would be a good look. But um, if they if they have the right plan for, you know, going straight into the main roster, then. Hey, but I, I mean, I could see that working too, you know, and not it, it, it not having to be over there, you know, a long period of time. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm interested, interested in seeing how they go about it. Either way, I think it's going to be exciting. I think, I think it's going to be dope. I think it's going to work, you know. Either way, they go, go with it. I, I don't really see, I don't really foresee them really messing this one up. You know, personally, but, but um, I mean, but they shouldn't debut her immediately. Get, have her go away for a second and get ready. I mean, that, yeah. I think that's best I, for all parties involved to make sure this thing works. Well, and, I mean, there's probably a, uh, there's definitely a contract. There's probably like a, it might not be a 90 day clause contract, but there's definitely like a, a contract that makes sense. And then, you know, the right time to debut her. I don't think debuting her this year would be the play for WWE anyway. I 100% agree with that too. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and the, okay. What are you gonna say, Professor? 
I was going to say the other thing I was going to say was let's also remember who's helping to make these decisions to assess Triple H and Shawn Michaels. I have great confidence in their ability to figure out where she belongs right now and where things can can work best for her and how best to debut her. You know, I feel really, really good about that. So, yeah, we'll see how all of this works. All right. Well, what do we got next? Well, uh, uh-oh. Um, okay, well, since we're talking AEW, uh, I hope I'm still on. Am I still on? Still you are still on. Okay, cool. Um, since we're talking AEW, there is talk right now um, that AEW may actually find a streaming home. And the rumor is that AEW could find themselves locked in with HBO Max. And uh, according, as you can see there, to Andrew Zarian, he says he feels confident that Max will be the new home for AEW. He also says he feels confident that they're going to run 12 pay-per-views a year. He's saying it's not a prediction, but he feels very confident about it. Now, we remember earlier this year, a story had come out where AEW really was beginning to look at running monthly pay-per-views. And we're starting to see that come into fruition. We had, of course, uh at the end of August, all in, the start, the start of September, all out, top of October, we've got Wrestle Dream, which is kind of a new pay-per-view. November, mm-hmm. they will have full gear. So we're looking already at the start of monthly pay-per-view situations. HBO Max would make a ton of sense for them, considering it's the whole Warner Brothers Discovery family, which they're already a part of. And then, two, from a consumer perspective, we would now hopefully lose this $50 per pay-per-view situation because that is just way out of the current wrestling fans' economy when we can pay $4.99 or $9.99 a month you know, to watch all things WWE. If you're going to do Impact, it's $7.99 a month. Like, it's just not a space where we're doing $50 a pop for a pay-per-view. So I think this could prove to be very, very good news for AEW, and I think it could be uh, lucrative for them as well. I think this is overdue. I just mm-hmm. had this conversation with a, my bandmate last night. He's a big wrestling head. Shout out to DJ's Lord. We were just having this conversation. We're like, why isn't AEW on Max? If I'm not mistaken, All Access is the only thing AEW-wise content that's on there at this point, the reality show they had. So and I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm sure of that, yeah. I think that's the only thing at this point. But, I mean, one thing about the streaming game, we got to give the McMahons credit. The network was early. Mm-hmm. The idea early. and the concept was early. And mm-hmm. just hold the idea of, wait, I can get all the pay-per-views and back catalog for one price a month. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot of that. That's what it was. Nine ninety nine. It wasn't. It was. They were really the first. Yeah, they were mm-hmm. the first. Mm-hmm. And you know, gone are the days. I'm sure, Professor, if you'd explain to your son, son, there wasn't a day we just clicked on Peacock to watch. We had to beg our parents twenty, thirty dollars, forty mm-hmm. was WrestleMania per pay per view. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was a whole negotiation process to get a pay per view back in the day. She Those was. days. I, are- even, I don't think I actually. Now that I think about it, I didn't watch a pay per view until I was an adult. Like that would've been a like. Yeah, same here. I had to go to friends' houses to exactly that too. Yeah, Yeah. it was was a whole process trying to trying to get a pay per view, you know, going on in your crib as a kid. So, but no, this makes sense. Looks like they're in deep with Warner. They're not going anywhere. This is a full Mm -hmm. partnership. I'm surprised it wasn't it wasn't 
announced sooner than this. I don't know if it was a legality. They do have AEW Plus overseas, I think it's one thing. I don't know if that was a holdup, but I'm surprised this wasn't done sooner. Well, here's partially why I'm not surprised. AEW needed content. Right. They haven't had content to stream. You know, I mean, all they've literally been taking the last four years to build content, whether that has been their weekly shows, you know, they could take dark if they wanted to. They've got pay-per-views. They now have enough content to be able to put on a streaming platform that would make whatever price, you know, you charge for that worthwhile. Because before it, the best you could do is maybe watch the previous week's episode of ramp or of of dynamite or maybe rampage or something so now that they have four years of content basically when it comes to weekly shows pay-per-views you know they've got enough things that you can do right now that streaming for them would actually make sense because golly wwe when they started they had the privilege of the library yeah. of all things wwe all things WCW, they owned everything. Right. right. So that made it worthwhile for the wrestling fan who wanted history, who wanted, of course, to be able to see all the new pay-per-views. And then you had NXT happening. Right. So I think AEW has been waiting to be able to get enough content. Um, obviously, they bought the ROH library, but that really wasn't enough uh, for the fans who were trying to see what they're trying to do. Yeah. yeah, but even I mean, I mean, they're going to go in that direction, which is which is obvious. But even just the pay-per-views alone, like paying if you paid 25 for the year to get all those pay-per-views, I think people would pay pay for that versus. Oh, sure. Yeah, know, absolutely. Totally agree. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that yeah. it, it, it makes sense. I it's just all these pay-per-views are just I, I don't I don't. It's crazy. It's I don't know what the buy rate was of all in versus all all out versus all in. I know Tony Khan at one point said there was going to be a two for one special, which that did not come to pass. He said economically it was not possible, but I thought that was a big ask to ask wrestling fans. Massive. I was I I was against all out being a week after. I was in the minority of that. And we all were. <laughs> I, I, the card suffered, man. The card the, there was dynamite episodes better than that card. I just got to keep it one hundred. Especially if it's your largest show ever you ever ran for your company at a spot called Wembley. Yeah, dealing $60 for Mania a year. I remember those days, man. Mm -hmm. um, so if they're going to do that, I mean, I don't know if that was a test to see if they can pull that off. Maybe we just didn't know they were kind of running a soft running for that. But Well, let me answer your question for you, uh, Chuck. Uh, so according to Tony Khan, uh, All Out had over 100,000 buys, but All In had closer to 200,000 buys, which would make sense given right. the magnitude of All In. And uh, I'm not surprised that uh, half the people tuned in for All Out. I'm surprised that it was that many, to be perfectly honest with you. I mean, the drop was 50%. I thought it was going to be a lower drop than that. I, I will say that. To go from 200,000 to 100,000. Yeah. I, I thought it would be, be a bigger drop, to be honest Me with too. You. Me too. Me too. Well, so. I mean, also you have to take into account, like, so for example, uh, how many of you guys watched the VMAs? I just didn't watch the VMAs. Just the clips online. Mm -hmm. 
That's mm -hmm. exactly there's there's those, there's so many of the shows that are happening. Like I remember there was a time where um, when I used to do the raw after show for um, After Buzz that I was literally going from one show to the other, and I would literally get everything I needed, not even the clips online on Twitter. Because the Twitter space in like, you know, with wrestling, but music and entertainment is always going. So right. you can get everything you need, um, you know, as a, as a wrestling fan, if you can't afford it, it's like, especially if it's close together, then, you know, you can still, you're, you're still able to see, like you knew when Soraya won, right. like instantly, right. like you're able to see everything. It's not um, so slow moving. So I think it was a test, but I think um, the fake TK also knew that that um, the monthly subscription services were going to be coming anyway. I think mm. it's just looking for the right deal. Like now at the at the place that I'm working at now, like seeing the behind the scenes for the deals and how long they take. Mm -hmm. Like oh my god, the like you you the things that we say like oh yeah just do this. It's not like a just do situation. Right. Like right. and even and like I, I have a whole new. Like I thought my timeline was long. I have, it's, it's insane. It's insane. Mm -hmm. Some of these conversations, but um, we'll see what happens. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, yeah, so. I am too. I'm, I'm definitely, definitely excited about it because it's just like, I've been wanting to see, you know, the pay-per-views and I haven't been able to. And it's just like, with it going to max, like, like yeah, that's going to bring me back to max because mm -hmm. I, I was off of it for a little bit. Um, so that that's something that would definitely, you know, bring me back in um, and out of my my personal boycott for a little bit. <laughs> every time I every time I want to cancel it, something comes up like winning time is wrapping up this week. And I've loved that show as a Laker fan. So it's like every time I'm ready to cancel yeah, it, we bring it. This would, this would permanently yeah. have me keep Max if they yeah. keep AEW on there. That's, yeah, that's the one that's I, the I think I've canceled. That's the only one that, I, that, that I'm keeping and I'm looking like like it's, and trust me, so for all y'all out there who, even if you watch it like as a love, go and get yourself a DBA, $50, and write all those, the stuff that you love watching consistently off because it's it's a lot. You mm -hmm. get the TV, you get all the subscriptions, all that stuff. You're spending at least $250. Yeah. Plus, right? plus like, 70, 80, 70 to 100 bucks for cable, I mean, for internet a month. On top mm -hmm. of that, wait, right. where, what internet do you have? Get T Mobile, home. It's $50. T Mobile, mm -hmm. that's what I'm on right now. I guess it works, it works, it works. One quick note I just thought about uh, the circulation of, of wrestling shows. We talked about YouTube, um, it's a, about the how fast results get to us now. We all remember a day where if you miss Raw or Nitro on Monday, you had to ask the homies on the playground what happened because you didn't see a recap show until the weekend. Right. Now yes. the recap shows is on YouTube right after. Right after. Like, That's a, that, that just blows my mind because if, if I got in trouble and I they said, Chucky, no TV tonight, and I messed up on a Monday, I'd go <laughs> see my best friend, Anthony, go, yo, what happened on Raw yeah. last night? Who was yeah. in the limo? Like, yeah. what happened? Yeah, but it's just amazing how like everything you know, is just automatic. Like right. you know, and to the point that I don't even follow any of my favorite wrestlers or anybody on Instagram because it was just turn around. I was getting spoilers like all the time, especially if I, I had to completely catch it the next day or something or mm -hmm. a couple hours late. So it's just like I don't even follow anybody just so I can 
Oh, you one of those people. <laughs> but it makes the dirt sheets work twice as harder, man. Because thing, man, today was one of those days. Obviously, I know we got more to, to get to. <clears throat> man, that that part, yeah, we yeah we got a lot to get to. Um, man, I don't even know. Where, 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 you want to do Trinity and Mickey James? Yeah, yeah. I want to talk about X? Yeah. Who wants to? Who wants to go there? Yep. Well, I mean, I guess I could go to go there since her uh, return to impact. She was um, in an interview basically talking about uh, the possibility of her and Trinity having a match. Um, she said, uh, we've never had a singles match. A lot of times we were on two different shows, so we would only see each other on pay-per-views. I want this one-on-one -on -one match. I've been feeling good for a while, but I've also sat back and I've truly been enjoying her run as champion. I've truly, as a sister and a friend, have been loving all these moments and seeing her get this opportunity and doing exactly what I knew she would do and that shine. And so she's basically just like paraphrasing. She was just kind of saying, well, you know, at this point she seems to have ran through all the competition and so now it's like you know she's having some consideration about some things and so when she was asked uh, about a title bout against trinity at impact bound for glory she simply said sounds like a headliner sounds like money i mean that would be an amazing match i mean but it's, uh, impact yesterday like insane especially i mean again no no offense to you guys or male wrestlers but like impact and i've been meaning to clip because shout out to gail kim she mm -hmm. came on women's wrestling mm -hmm. talk in episode three like wow we, we didn't have nothing wow, so um so i need to go back and and, and find those clips because she gave us some really great things and it's just i'm always every time i see her i'm always just like you you don't have to mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying um, but seeing that on impact and all those women and the diversity and just, and it's not, and it's not like, oh, we have to have one to everything. It's just the diversity it doesn't even matter skin color or any of that stuff. It was just such an amazing thing. And I really, um, I, and you know, I, I don't, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, I don't want to say it, but I really hope that you know, people from AEW and WWE were really watching that because people were saying their names. When Tasha Steele's mm -hmm. came up, people were singing her music. So mm -hmm. it's possible. Yeah. So, um, you know, you could still make the money if the money's the bottom line. It's just really giving the really great storylines. Um, so anyways, sorry, back to Trinity and um, Mickey James. Oh. Thank you guys for it. Bo bottom line. Bottom line. It's money. <laughs> it's money. I definitely have to show you how to get the back end because you can. It's money. We'll get you the music. Yeah. Please, yeah. please. We'll, we'll, please. we'll get the, I so so I want to say this because you know we we really do need to spend time talking about this opening segment for Impact One Thousand. I mean, let's consider it. We've seen a number of anniversary shows over time. Whether it was the, you know, 1,000th episode of Raw or the 20-year anniversary of Raw or the 30-year anniversary of Raw. And one of the things that happened, and I believe that it was earlier this year that we had the 30-year anniversary of Monday Night Raw. And one of the things that happened that everybody talked about earlier this year was, where were the women? There was supposed to be a major women's match happening. 
think it was supposed to be a cage match or something involving Bailey and Becky, and it mysteriously didn't happen, and all these things, and everybody had an uproar. So to see Impact 1000 kick off with the knockouts division, and we saw from multiple generations, just a, a it just it warmed my heart, and it said to me, Impact has had this right for a long time. Factual. I remember Factual. when the Impact Knockouts division was created and the matches that Gail Kim and Awesome Kong were having. Mm -hmm. And it was just, it was incredible. It was amazing. And for them to be able to keep that, that, you know, forward-thinking, hard-hitting matches where we're not presenting divas, but we're presenting women who are getting it in. They are wrestling. They are fighting. They are telling stories. It was remarkable. And to see these women all still ready and raring to go, and we'll finally get to see that 10-woman tag match next week, which I think is going to be crazy. I'm just sitting here going, they are not accessories in this space. Mm -hmm. They are the main story. And I think they really are the leaders in pro wrestling when it comes to women's wrestling. And I hope that now, you know, Impact will finally get their just dessert when it comes to that. Yeah. Impact was early, man. Because Gail Kim went to, went to TNA Impact after she left WWE around, what, 2003, 2004, something like that? Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. they have gotten it right with that knockouts division early and that opening yeah. segment showed that. So I, that predates even the women's evolution. Way oh, yeah. predates yeah. They referenced yeah. that too, which I thought was great. Way predates it. So Impact is on the right side of, of history there. But Mickey James and Trinity, like, sign it up. That's a no-brainer. That's yeah. a no-brainer. That's that's that would be an, an, an excellent uh a dream match to say. Mm -hmm. It would two, yeah. of the two of the best in their era. Yeah. I yeah, I think we can all agree that we're definitely for it. Dylan made reference to it, so we're we're definitely, you know, obviously, and I think I know why you made reference to it, Dylan, but you know, we have to we have to talk about it because it was a whole it was a whole situation. Uh <laughs> let me just find the right. I need to erase the, the the bad ones, but let's see if I can find the right. <laughs> it changed right before our very eyes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, let me delete that one. But uh, yeah, let's let's let's. I mean, we're gonna take it out of the box because we talked about it a lot that we put it in the box. Mm -hmm. But uh, mm -hmm. it was in the box. I didn't even know it was in the box. Oh, oh Lord, was, yes, this predated you guys. It, yeah, it, this it, was in the box. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this was because we were talking about it all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, I think like around this time, where it's like mm -hmm. it makes sense. It's in LA. Yeah. Da, da, da. We went through the whole yeah. rabbit hole okay. thing. I'm and like, it, if it was in the yeah. box, it, it's if it's in the box, it's definitely three seconds in the key. A long time ago, because oh, it's never no, left. It was, in, it was in the box, and then we were <laughs> yeah. disappointed. WrestleMania and mm -hmm. blah blah blah. But WrestleMania was still good. But mm -hmm. now The Rock has decided to take it out of the box, which I definitely Ooh. think it was purposefully. That was a bombshell. Mm -hmm. Oh yes. Yeah. There's, there's no way he, he is too media savvy mm -hmm. to, Very. to let that one just, just casually, right. you know, but he right. still did. And I put this on in, in, in our chat. He still did the, 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 the fake TK answer. He didn't really give an answer, but he gave enough <laughs> that, you know, the dirt sheets lost their shit. Mm -hmm. um, so who wants to talk about it? I, I'll, I'll take, uh, you say you want to take it. I'll, I'll take it. What was interesting? Oh, it started off, or we, we, we don't get it. Yeah, oh, no, go no, ahead. I'll start off real quick. 
if you've been living under a wrestling rock for the past, pun intended, for the last six to seven hours, The Rock was on ESPN Today, Pat McAfee's show, and um, they were discussing WrestleMania 39. Of course, there was the long rumor match between him and his bloodline cousin, Roman Reigns, and The Rock dropped a mother-effing bombshell and said that the match that we'd all thought was going to happen between him and Roman in L.A., in SoFi, was, quote, locked in. It was going to it. See, that was the first time anybody has acknowledged that pun intended. Forgive my facial expressions as we talk about this. <laughs> I'm mad. <laughs> We've heard speculation, rumors, and innuendo, as Conrad Thompson would say, but nobody's outright said this was going to happen. And for The Rock, like you said, TK, who's no dummy when it comes to media training, he knows how to pitch it and how to reel it back in for him to drop that piece of information that tells me there is something to come but to read between the lines i think what he was trying to say was creative i guess look cody was the hottest thing going in into that it it made sense but i guess storylines they couldn't i don't know why they couldn't figure it out i mean i feel like well everybody's a booker online nowadays but at least showed up you know, there's many ways they could have went, but for the, for for Rock to sit there and say, "I sat down with Vince, I sat down with Nick Khan, we shook hands, say we're going to do this," that's a long way in the creative process to go. We're going, you know, they make plans after Mania a year in, so it's it's it, it, it's a bombshell, but it also again for him to drop, you know, WrestleMania in Philly this year. Um, where the bloodline storyline is in a different place than what it was six mm-hmm. months ago. And maybe that's the plan. Because if you think about it, and you know, I was I was kind of upset when he did say that because it does make sense. One of the things he did say, or the caveat that he said was that when they did sit down, they wanted it to be not something final. So not right. where right. you know rock uh pins Roman, the bloodline is done, and you know, everything is done. So they wanted something more than that. So Mm -hmm. the way the storyline has taken where it is now, it's we probably wouldn't have got that if The Rock did come, unfortunately, because, you know, you already knew I wanted The Rock to come. Um, But does it make sense for him to come anyway now? I feel like I feel like I'm almost the the opportunity has been missed. I will still take that match. Do not get me wrong. But we all know here that Rock was going to put Roman over. What does it benefit for Rocky to kill that streak and put the title on his waist again. There's nothing that comes out of it. Even in Vince's own crazy mind saying, put the belt on Rocky one more time. That doesn't make any sense. Nobody's going for that. So um, I just think maybe has time, even with Cody winning, has the time passed where the impact is, you know, as impactful. Have we missed that window of opportunity? there's There's a devil's advocate with that. But in LA, big market, there is some pizzazz that was missed in that opportunity. I'm just mad. I'm just, I'm going to speak. I'm going to speak for me and my wife that spent so much money on them tickets for my 40th birthday. <clears throat> and just say, it, it just goes back to, this was the Hollywood WrestleMania. And it was the least star-studded WrestleMania of all the WrestleManias. There was the least surprises and, and it just frustrates me. It's like they should have just called it Los Angeles, but y'all want to call it Hollywood and make all these 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 trailers based off movies and all this stuff where everybody and none of them people show up. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying, Dylan, you already know, Dylan. Found a clip. Found a clip. Yep. <laughs> hey, um, but that's all I'm gonna say right now. Said, I know you want to say something. Go ahead. I don't think we missed the boat here, man. I, I think it's just the tip of the iceberg because the storyline with the bloodline now it transcends the belt. I don't want people to think this is about the title. This is about the head of the table. The tribal chief. That's the that's the the layer that we need to magnify. And if you really want to cue this this whole robbery up that we've been thinking about ever since, because Dwayne is Big Bang. Big Bang take little bang. It's like, hey, I've been feeding the family. You came to do my movies. Now you get in Hollywood because of me. That storyline builds itself. But correct me if I'm wrong. Did Roman win his Royal Rumble match in Philly? Oh, when, when, Rocky, when Rocky came when the, in. When the Rock gave him Rocky. his little, oh, like, hey. You're right. He did. You're right. So, like, right. if that happens, the Rock, the one thing the Rock said, he said two things today. He said he wants to give the fans something spectacular, something that makes sense. So, we always love long-term storytelling, long-term booking right there. Philly makes sense more than L.A. And what, what really stood out to me, and people should take this home, because we always look at the Rock's schedule and say, like, he can't do this, he can't do that, and Pat McAfee was gushing about how The Rock reached out to him to come to Colorado. He said he's largely in control of his schedule. So he wants to make some shit happen. He'll make some shit happen. Definitely it's not now. about the injuries, not about any of that. Definitely now. So, like, I don't... And he wasn't saying that six months ago when Black Adam was out. People, people will be upset if Cody doesn't finish the story, but they're, I mean, this is a smart company here. They're not going to, like, waste another storyline to go into this, but Look at the angle of Tribal Chief. Paul Heyman just said that they were in the bottom of the third. So, like, there's so many more things that they could have come up with and written over time that we have no idea about that they're just waiting to play into fruition. I think it was around maybe this time last year or sometime in the past year, and credit to Ryan Sadden on this, where The Rock posted that picture of him and Nick Khan at dinner. So they, they could have been just playing with the storyline over these months and decided L.A. wasn't going to be it eons ago. They could have been planning for Philly eons ago. Maybe. So Maybe. possibly too. But Cedric, you said something that kind of validates why I think Cody should have won in LA. This storyline is more, it's not about the belt anymore. It's really never been about the belt, it's about the head of the table. You could have had Roman losing at Mania, the Uso splitting, and Cody Rose be the champion and still have Rocky come in for the fight at the head of the table without the belt involved. You could have done everything that's happening now with putting the strap on Cody Rhodes at the same time. It could have happened. And well, I feel like we have these long title reigns. You kind of got to strike while the iron's hot. Just like with Gunther, they wanted to erase Honky Tonk Man's allure from the history books. I think they want to do that same thing with Hogan, especially with all the like the negativity surrounding the Hogan name now. No matter how far away we are from it, it's still a negative name associated with the brand. So if you don't have to say Hogan's the third longest title reign anymore, I get that. Can I, can I just say one thing that hurts? <laughs> please, please. Say one thing that hurts. Okay. You're wrong on the day, bro. This, this bombshell had to be dropped in my hometown. So I'm looking at my mountains in the background hurting. So that's all I'm just going to say. It just got to hurt. I still enjoyed WrestleMania. Both days were great. It was awesome. I'm just saying, you got to drop this in Colorado. It, 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 it's just like, it's like, okay, they, man, this Booty, you should go to SmackDown tonight and tell them. Oh, it's going to hurt even more if you hear that if you're smelling a few hours. 
Because everybody's talking about him being in Colorado and potentially going to SmackDown tonight. I, it just hurts. It just hurts. You know, the, the other thing that I think is so interesting in all of this is that The Rock really did not want it to just be a match, but wanted to create something we've never seen before. So my question is, I, I'm, I'm curious in terms of what the challenge was that they could not come up with the something. Guys, right? it's, it's wrestling. Um, could they do a bloodline cinematic match? And they But here's here's the thing. I I don't think that the people back in 2020 expected that we'd still be talking about the bloodline in 2023. So we're already getting things that we did not expect. We did not expect this to become the soap opera we'd absolutely love. We did not expect Jay Uso to become a massive star out of this. We didn't expect all of this. So I'm not fully mad if the explanation is true that they were looking for something that was going to be game changing, something that because think about this. Think about some of the things that The Rock has been involved in and it, whether it was during the Attitude Era, whether it was being involved in the, the heel turn at WrestleMania uh, where Austin beats him and then joins up with Vince McMahon. Like, Rock has been involved in some seminal moments at a WrestleMania that we all ended up talking about for a long time. He wanted to create that. If they couldn't find the scenario to do that, then let's figure out when the scenario happens or what the scenario is that would be it. So I don't know, you know, I, I don't know if they needed to include Triple H in the conversation, if they needed to include Paul Heyman in the conversation. I, I don't know. You know, I'm intrigued at the idea that it's still a possibility and yeah. then what that would look like, because now I'm expecting something I've never seen before. You also had everything going on with Sami Zayn, that, that whole story arc at that point, too. And mm -hmm. that wasn't something that was planned exactly and expected to go over like that. So that was leading right into WrestleMania as well. Sure. And then you add in the aspect with Cody Rhodes and everything. So there was just, it was a lot of already heightened stories happening that it was just like, I can see where it could have been hard to, you know, fit it in. I'm just saying that it's just like, why even say it there? Why They're overthinking it completely. Anybody's in the creative space will tell you they're trying to create the best work they possibly nobody's ever seen before. Guys, we are happy with the basics sometimes. Just give the fans what they want. If we would have had Rock and Roman in L.A., no matter what circumstances, people would have lost their minds anyways. You can't overthink it. Just get two people in the ring, big lights, big ring, big sound, two excellent performers of their generation, and let them go off. Sometimes you don't need to overthink it, man. This, this wrestling thing can't be that hard sometimes, man. Looks why, like why have vanilla ice cream when I can have cake batter? Because we know how much you love cake. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Clip it! Run the you clip. You walked right into that one. Yeah. Oh, I, I knew it was coming. I was setting him up. I, setting him up. I did. I knew it was coming. Ooh. You knew it was coming. He was throwing the lob. He was throwing the lob. I was just catching I mean, he really it. I, I wouldn't even try to throw, throw no lob, but you got me. You got me. <laughs> Teamwork over I here, man. Like, Teamwork. I feel like you you um deleted the clip, uh, Cedric. <laughs> no, I didn't. Pull it for it. Oh shoot! I I've wow. deleted nothing. I feel like you deleted. Oh, here we, we go. We like cake over here. 
<laughs> the moment's fast. We don't have to, we don't have to watch that. Oh, so funny. Oh, man. Um, but we're here for it. We are here for it. Either way, obviously, I mean, the past, so sorry, Booney. But I think I, it, if it happens, great. I just don't want it to be like a – you remember when uh, Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather finally got yeah. together? They were like a tail in their career. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this is cute. Thank you. Timing is everything, man. You got it would have been the same result, though. Oh yeah, it might have been the same result, but it's it's when you're in your prime, it's just yeah. the excitement. It's a little so, bit different. Here's why that argument doesn't work for me, because like they say, Manny would have been younger, better fighter, all that, as if Floyd didn't age as well. No, they both. Floyd aged. was older when he fought Manny, saying. and he still. I'm, they both age, but to see them both in their prime. Like that's would have been way more exciting when we're really, really, really wanting it to happen. So it's just like once it finally happened, it was like it was it was it was just kind of underwhelming. It was it was two different styles too. Like Pacquiao was, you know, kind of warrior styles go toe to toe. Floyd up there dance like the episode of Soul Train. His defense is just like that. That's just his style. So it was two different styles clashing like that. That's why we didn't get the fireworks like that. Here, here, I have a question for you guys. The Rock actually was very vocal about his his last match. If you weren't, if you remember, in New York with Cena and and the the nasty injury he got. He said injuries aren't a problem, but like that was twenty twelve. Has it been that oh, long? Wow, over ten years ago now. So like, what vert? And we know he's in shape. I think he's adjusts his training regimen very often. But what version of The Rock can you expect at this point if his last match, like full match, was over 10 years ago? Right, and it's not. we're not talking actually about the, the cameo in Rip Mania where it was him against the Wyatt family. That, that, that was the... We're talking about at least five to ten minutes of work. Um, I mean, if this is planned out for a year, and then go, to go back to a couple things, um, Cedric, you had said that, you know, The Rock can plan his own schedule, but also in planning your own schedule, things like this. And and if he is really true to the idea of making it a spectacular and just more than what, you know, what could have been, then this is something that's a year out planning. So if he's planning, say if he is planning for the next WrestleMania, I mean, we're less than a year, year out, he should have already been training, which I think given just how he operates, that's like, I don't, I don't think we're going to get like, you know, a big muscle-bound rock that can't move. I don't think he would allow us to see him in the ring like that. Right. I feel like, and he has places, all he ha- in, in several of all over his places, he has gyms. I'm sure in one of those places he has a ring. So right. I, I highly doubt, like, if we see the rock in the ring and he is performing like he's like a 70-year-old man, then, you know, a lot of people didn't do their job. But I don't think he's too on top of things to let that happen. Right. Yeah. No, and you know what adds to that possibility is we saw how Steve Austin had his match against Kevin Owens, and that was we didn't expect yeah. Steve Austin to go thirty minutes, mm-hmm. not no. at all. Mm-hmm. And, and I think I think Stone Cold, you know, overperformed that night. We didn't expect a full on match, a brawl like that. So if Steve Austin can do it at his age, and he's had more injuries than Rocky has over his career, it's possible. But we've all talked about the difference between being in shape and ring shape. But Rock knows the difference. He's lived around his entire life. So I think he's been getting ready. We just don't know about it yet. But that bombshell was definitely calculated without question because 
Why else would you say it? Why else would you drop a bombshell like that? Hometown. <laughs> Max, we are getting scoops. <sighs> Booty's gonna run in at SmackDown tonight. It's confirmed. You got an hour to get over there, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, blow up the box state. Oh goodness. Um, what, 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 we want to talk about these firings. What, we want to get. Into, I, um, man. Has there been? Has there been any additional? I think there was like three people announced today. Has there been anybody else? It's, it's been over about 40, 50 people in, in general, I think, at this point, correct? But no talent. It's been all people behind the scenes, unfortunately. I mean, have they released the names? The I haven't seen names released yet, but I'll look again. Yeah. Didn't they say like the head of digital? Yeah, Jamie Horowitz. Right. Horowitz, but that's that's the one I, the only name I've seen. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and then Dylan saying Dylan saying Dana Warrior was the big one. Wow, they released her. That's wow. Because I'm sure she's on a Legends contract. So who, who they release? Dana Warrior. Oh wow. Yeah. That is interesting. That's crazy. I I didn't realize that she was on. I, I knew obviously with the Warrior Award, you know, that was a yearly thing. But I didn't understand. I didn't know she had a Legends contract for that. I'm just speculating, so don't quote me on that. But I just kind of feel like. Um, people that you see, like like on a on a regular skate basis, which is like once a year, or you, she might be doing events and stuff like that. That they're they're getting something, you know. Every legend's contract is a little bit different, but you know, right. I, I was assuming that she's getting a little bit of change. So she got released, so she was getting something. Whether how much it was, that's a whole other story. Right. It, and it would make sense she was taking up the mantle, what her husband would have been doing anyways. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Bosa saying she was the creative for 19, um, 19 to 22 plus worked in community, community outreach. She was in creative? Uh, creative, creative, or uh, we, we got to check, check the, check the, I've yeah. heard, first of all, yeah, that one. I think, I think community, community outreach. <clears throat> I think not the creative. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens. Like I said. Well, like I said, offline, but we'll see what happens. I'm hoping for the best for everybody because I did not, I did not, because I think I did say this last week. I didn't see a bunch of massive layoffs, but then when I right. did see, um, was it Nick Khan who said that told everybody to stay home, bro? Ooh, yeah. yeah, yeah, work from home. Work from home because you might be, <laughs> you might be getting let go. Like, <laughs> wow, that's just insane. That's insane. What, what are you doing in that situation? Like, do you clear your desk out the day before just in case? Like, I can't well, get back in the building. <laughs> if you if you read Charlemagne's book, Charlemagne always said that you don't you don't really put too much on your desk. So that, that if, you, if you if you leave, then it's not like oh, I have to get the picture of my mom. Like, yeah. did you leave? It's like if they don't ship you nothing, no worries. If they ship you something, it's literally a shoebox. Like. Um, I don't know if everybody's like that, but I definitely took that that when I read the book to like like yeah, I, I could see it because it's not those days of working for a company for 20, 30 years is not Absolutely. a thing anymore. Right. So, you know, hundred yeah. percent. But we'll we'll see. We'll see. If you see me crying a little bit on Monday, I'll tell y'all why. But you know, uh, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. I think I think we all have our fingers crossed about said Oof. contacts that everybody's safe, and so hopefully, hopefully, hopefully they will be. Hopefully, um, 
Ooh, I don't know if you have time for this, but do you want to talk about the PWI 500 real quick? Oh, yeah. Oh, we, we got to touch on that. We got to gotta get to that. So uh, it's interesting on our last show Wednesday, we talked about the women's PWIs and the PWI 150 being moved to the PWI 250. And then yesterday, the official PWI 500 was released. It went through the time period of July 1st, 2022 through July 31st, 2023, looking at the top wrestlers. And I'll just run through the top 10 in case you have not heard. But at number 10, it's Cody Rhodes. Number nine, it's the uh, longest reigning Impact World Champion, Josh Alexander. Number eight, the longest reigning AEW International Champion, Orange Cassidy. Number seven, Kazuchika Okada. Number six, the current AEW World Champion, MJF. Number five, El Hijo del Vikingo. Number four, the longest reigning intercontinental champion, Gunther. And then it's a shield takeover in the top three. Number three being John Moxley. Number two being Roman Reigns. And number one being Seth Rollins. Now, what's also interesting is you'll see some women's names on this list. Masha Slamovich comes in at number 15. It is the highest ranking woman on this list ever. And for those who might have questions, the reason that women make this list is because they've been involved in intergender matches throughout the year. Ah, so if you're not involved in an intergender match, then you likely will be featured as a woman on the PWI 250. So, yeah, there's lots of conversations about the uh, PWI 500, certainly a well-respected list, lots of people on that list, but shout out to the top 10 and all of the other fun things that you can find in there. And I guess people would have the question about Seth versus Roman, who should really be number one on this list and Moxley, given you know what all three have contributed uh, to the business in that particular space. Man, does Shield run the industry right now? They do. I they mean, do. I think I think Rollins. I think Rollins got over Roman because he's worked more. He's worked yeah. more matches. That that's that, possible. That's I think that's the, the 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 storytelling obviously from the bloodline is undeniable. And the but, constant evolution too. Right, he's reinvented his character more than Madonna at this point. And people are singing his song like it ain't nobody's business. <laughs> and, and Moxley deserved that third spot because he can't take a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> let me mention i'm sorry i'll mention a couple of other women that are on this Please list do. as well uh billy starks is at number 96 on this list uh also interestingly enough the current nwa women's world champion kenzie page is at 245 jody threat is at 215 and shaza mckenzie is at 215 50. So some oh, very nice. interesting. Yeah. So Shaz is pretty cool. So mm -hmm. some very interesting names. And again, with Kenzie Page, you know, it's really the first time that an NWA women's world champion has been on this list in terms of also while winning this title, still actively fighting men. So it's pretty amazing uh, to see how women have been involved and just how many intergender matches are happening uh, at this stage in pro wrestling. Yep. And then we also will be having a women's, uh, when the PWI 250 comes out, Women's Wrestling Talk will be having a show dedicated to that, a panel, which is going to be really cool. So that is on the deck for that. So I'm excited about that. But yeah. it's Professor, nice to see more women. Th this, is, is. this may be a, a stupid question, but if, there, if someone's wrestling intergender matches, they could both qualify for both 
the PW the uh, the the, the PWI um, uh, list and the women's list at the same time, right? If they both, yes. I didn't know if that disqualified from one. That was just one something I was I was wondering. Nope, nope, did not disqualify at all. So they'll be able to be eligible for both lists. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one other thing that I wanted to uh, talk about. Did we get everything? I think we got everything. Did I, did I miss the Hispanic Heritage Month conversation? Well, well we no. started. That was in the we, very, very we, beginning. That was a celebration, but I'm guessing you want to talk to. Are you going through the slides? I, I just want to know if y'all knew that Bobby Lashley was Hispanic. That's <laughs> <funny. laughs> oh. I did not know he was Panamanian. I just got I, me too. I didn't know that either. Darren Frost is in here. This. I didn't know that either, man. Until I saw that slide today, I was like, "Wow, man!" Did not know. So wait, why are you, you surprised? Like, there, there's different levels of surprise right here. I don't know if it's like politically right, politically correct. So yeah, because we do have a lot of like, you know, I want to say Black Latinas, but we have a lot of mm-hmm. um, Black folks who are of Spanish descent. So was it a surprise because you thought that he was just like African American or like what yeah, was? I the- just, yes, yeah. because that. It- that, that I feel like the information has been like tucked, like really tucked, and then for them to like lead off the slide for the month with Bobby, it's like major shock by you. Like, oh, hmm. well, what are we doing? So, so that, at least that was my perception of it. I, I've yeah, never I even just, heard that. Before. I, I, I was just surprised it. because it was just like 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 my best friend is Panamanian, so I I know a lot of Panamanians that can just completely pass as. African-American or black, you wouldn't even know. So with Bobby Lashley, once I found out, I was like, I had no idea, not surprised that he actually is, but I was surprised not to know. So I just shared that even with my friend, like, did you know Bobby Lashley was Panamanian? It's like, no, I had no idea. And it was like, that's what's up. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. I had no idea though. And, and to clarify, being surprised and not and like, oh, it's a big deal. So it's a, it's a, oh, cool. It's one of those surprises, not like a big deal of oh, it's grandma. Oh, yeah, and you're right, Nikki. Some people just don't pay attention because I don't have the bandwidth for everything. <laughs> so, you know, nah, so, my surprise, I'm just like, yeah. but some like, people don't know every. You know, I'm one of those people that admits that I don't know everything, and I'm not afraid of that because a lot of people have the worst time saying the three words I don't know. I don't. I ain't afraid of that. I will say I don't know about Especially that. On the I don't internet. know about that, and I don't feel stupid because I'm a cheat. <laughs> Booney is having a field day today. I know today has Booney's been on fire, yo. <laughs> He's on fire. Hey, I'm mad about the bombshells. So there's a, there's a little bit. I mean, I'm coming off of COVID, so I've been locked up in a room past week. So I, I got get a little it. Angst. That's it. Jack and, you know, and you know another thing too. I just went on Bobby's um, Twitter, and this doesn't mean anything, but I just know that. Black people who, a lot of Black people that I know who typically are not African-American, they typically have their flags on their like socials and that might've been a thing too. So, I mean, now we know, everybody who watches the show, everybody who's on the show, like let's, let's, I love it. They like it, I love it. And and it's good that they they did include him because they could have definitely made one of those situations like, well, you're not, you don't fit the, the the mold we're gonna start with this and all this other stuff so yeah. cool yeah i was about to find that out i was like oh that's dope i had no idea 
And he's from Colorado too. Let me just add that again. Oh boy. More Colorado yeah. love yeah, in the, I in rep the chat hard. Today. I rep hard. I rep hard. I love oh, it. Oh boy. Oh my goodness. Um <clears throat> my mind is slipping. There was something else, but my mind's you know, slipping away. I know that part. Um, but with that being said, I think it's that time. It's that time. So we'll start with DJ Chuck. Yo, uh, shout, shouts out to the front row mafia. Shouts out to this fatal five way situation we had. These are the, the most people. Yes, shouts out to the black, you know, the Afro Latinos out there, man. There needs to be more love and recognition for that in general in the world, aside from wrestling. So that's the beautiful part about seeing Bobby in that post. But shouts out to the front row mafia. Shouts out to this beautiful fatal five way situation we had here. This, this is fun to have everybody in house today. Uh, you can catch me on Instagram at the old soul HFP, also on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, oh, I remember now. Oh, I remember now. I remember now. And I was literally just talking to her too. Um, Stephanie, somebody saying Stephanie in the chat rem reminded me what we want, what I want to talk about. Talking about Stephanie Hypes. Um, mm. uh, talking about um, Becky. Becky Lynch. Oh yeah. Lynch. yeah. Oh, the coaching. The coaching yeah. in the ring. Yeah. yeah. Anybody want to take that one? I well, I so I, I think I posted it in chat. So like. If anybody follows Stephanie Hypes on uh, X, Twitter, wherever you want to call it, she posted a video pretty much uh, giving Becky her flowers for coaching on the fly in the ring. A lot of people uh, can, can watch these matches and see things go certain ways. And you can see Becky kind of reeling Tiffany in at a certain point in their championship match on Tuesday, telling her to settle down, reel it in, let's bask in this moment when they were saying this is awesome. So that's just the power of Becky being in NXT for one because – they're going to work this program. She can give this kind of experience to all these other women on the NXT roster before they get to Maine. So I think that's one of the benefits of the Becky Lynch arc that we don't talk about often is how beneficial she is to work with for superstars across the board Absolutely. to teach them these bigger moments because she's living proof of being in these bigger moments, being in main events, being the marquee. So she's helping pretty much escalate that for a lot of other superstars as well, which is really dope. Especially somebody to, like Tiffany, who has a lot of upside. Shouts out to Becky being a ring general. And oh, I, didn't, I, I didn't catch that because she wasn't as loud as Cena is in the ring. We know when mm -hmm. Cena's calling for something. So, you know, her to be kind of be quiet about it and, and subtle, you know, shouts out to Becky for that as well. Even though the Cena way of overcalling it is it's pretty fun to watch too. Yeah. I'll, 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 oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I even love that just like at the very end of the match that you could tell she said something to her right, right at the very end. And I could just tell she was probably, you know, giving her props or said something <laughs> of some sort. It was just a great match overall. And and just catching those kind of moments where you could tell she just, you know, guiding along with it. It was great. I just I just thought it was a great match overall, period. You know, one of the one of the real challenges that we have now in pro wrestling, and I think we have to credit the pandemic era for this, is now we seemingly have more mics catching what people are saying in the ring. Mm, and so, true. you know, really Roman Reigns and that Jay Uso period during the early part of the pandemic era when there was no audience, that was kind of a really like wow moment. But what fans don't realize is that also creates challenges for when things are being called in the ring when you need to call something on the fly change something up etc cetera, etc cetera. so one of the challenges that happens now with these mics being so close to the ring is if you're not careful and i think this happened a lot during the the mania night one main event 
where there were things that were being called that were so audible on a mic and it was just like, yikes, yeah. you know? So to be able to do those kinds of things subtly in 2023 is very, very difficult. So Absolutely. shout out to, uh, it is an art form. So shout out to, to Becky Lynch uh, for being able to do that. And to Tiffany for being willing to just kind of ride the wave and follow the lead of the veteran there. I think that is so important. That part. And then Nefzi, I don't know if you just did, shout out to Stephanie Hypes for that too. Yes. <laughs> um, ben, she was actually on a show back in After Buzz. So she's been grinding. So wow. um, shout out to her. Um, cool. putting in that work because Lord knows who buddy it ain't, it ain't easy no. um now we can officially end <laughs> um my bad uh DJ Chuck where could everybody find you nah that was a, a good story to, to end on we needed to do mm -hmm. that no apologies needed find me at Instagram at the old soul HFP on TikTok on <laughs> at on the flow productions and on Instagram at the on the flow productions check out my group on the flow productions if I haven't said on flow productions enough, I'll say it one more time on flow productions. Shout out to the front row mafia and shout out to the, this is the fatal five-way situation. I love everybody in house today. This was fun. <laughs> and Booney, where can everybody find you? Uh, you can find me on the Instagram at Booney Mayfield. Also all streaming platforms. As far as YouTube, since I'm learning that the search is trash now, uh, instead of just putting Booney Mayfield, check out my new shows on there. Look up Boone TV and you can also look up Boone Walker and check out the new shows that I have been releasing this year. And uh, also, yeah. fun fact, Booney's music is featured on some of our blogs. So you can definitely, mm, when you listen nice. to it, you can hear a little bit of the, right. the vibes. Booney, nice. I'm feeling the James Brown record, the clip. I, can't, I don't know if I can say the title. Oh, my gosh. I'm not on the show. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, that you did. oh, my God. I need to find it. Was it Titties and Milk? Uh, titty, titty milk, milk and cookies. Titty milk and cookies. That's a that's an old ten year old classic, man, and and got a crazy old video for Boone TV. That's one of the, the one of the videos on there. So um, yeah, you can look up Titty Milk and Cookies on on YouTube. You can even hear the song on Spotify and everything else. Get some of that James Brown feel in your life. Uh... Ah, <laughs> how that came about. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm crazy, y'all. It, it's a jam. It's a jam. Yeah. Okay. Um, said he said, where can everybody find you? I got to follow City Mill. Okay, I got to go. How do I follow that? How do I follow that? You can find me at, on Instagram at said is the answer, Twitter at said says. Um, I write articles for Daily DDT. I write articles for this network as well, WWT. Um, happy I can make it today. I told you I was going to make it. You guys know I'm in Hawaii, getting acclimated to my space. I got my acclaim shirt on because I'll be doing a lot of scissoring this weekend, consensually, of course. And that's all I got. That's all I got. See y'all next week. Wow. wow. <laughs> that's all I got. Yes, okay, let's let, let's do this. Tell milk and cookies.
My dad is a huge or was a huge James Brown fan. And when he passed, I literally just listened to like James Brown's whole catalog. And then I'm actually going to buy his like records. So when I heard that, um, I, when I heard the beat, the sound of it, I was like, oh shit, okay. And then I heard the lyrics. I'm like, wow. All right. Yes. Yes. Big, big James Brown fan too. Yeah. When he passed on the Christmas day, actually, that was, mm-hmm. man, that was oh, yeah. yeah. I remember that. Christmas 06. Yeah. My mom, my mom, my mom called my dad and she had to make sure that he wasn't driving because it was like, he was like, he, he was a, like, it was crazy. Yeah. Um, following Titty Milk and Cookies, Professor. Well, this is probably a great time to let everybody know that Women's Wrestling Talk is a nominee for the Best Podcast Network for the Black Podcast Award. So congratulations to all things Women's Wrestling Talk. Very excited for that. Not sure if what just happened is going to push us over the top or not, but here now you are all well aware. You can find me, of course, at Bonnerfied across all the socials. You can check out my commentary work with Southern Honor Wrestling on IWTV. And uh, just posted today, uh, I just started working with another promotion called IWE. That's Intense Wrestling Entertainment. Uh, out of Augusta, Georgia, the home of James Brown, ironically. And so uh, thank you guys. And so now you can check that out on IWTV. It is on as well, IWE Unstoppable. Also, uh, my work with Battle Slam is on Fight TV. My work with the Nightmare Factory on YouTube. And then, of course, here, bearing other podcasts, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, always a pleasure to be a part of all things WWT. And go forward. <laughs> Professor, every week is coming with a new organization that he's doing commentary for. You gotta I'm love it. I'm telling you, how many jobs do you have? Well, like, hey. Also, be so patient with your son to just say, go forward. Like, I'd be losing, <laughs> I'd be losing my shit. Like, I more power to you. More You're a G. Literally. Him, your son in the back spinning the Cena belt was, that. was killing me, man. That was <laughs> Well, you go back and rewatch this. And I have see to it. go back and see. Oh him my doing god! That. He'll spin I, it, and then he'll look at you, and he realizes that you didn't see nothing, and then he just leaves, and then he'll come back again. I can finally touch time. and spin it without getting in trouble. Let me spin this one in. I need somebody to make an anime of the professor just pointing out <laughs> with "Go Forward" at the top, and we can make that merch. <laughs> on a t-shirt, they just oh, oh. go forward. Oh. Yes, put it on t-shirt. That's great. That's oh my great. gosh. That is great. All right. Wow. Um, okay then. With that being said, you guys can follow me on everything at TK Trainet. Thank you guys so much for uh rocking with us. And yeah, yeah, dang, I totally it totally slipped my mind, which is not the greatest thing. But yeah, we have been nominated um for uh we are nominating nominee for best network uh, for the black wrestling or sorry, the black podcast <laughs> network. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's it's an incredible, um, incredible honor. And um, yeah, we've just been putting in this 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 work. And I was I was telling our graphics designer because he's been with um, 
back in the day, WPW, Women's Pro Wrestling Weekly, since like 2017. And so just to see like all the reiterations from like the logos to people to all of this, and then to like be uh, recognized and shout out to Zoo for putting it together. Zoo is our operations manager and um, she helped to put in the application because Lord knows I still have another story. Um, but yeah, I'm really appreciative. Um, we did get an email as far as how you guys can vote. So I'll put that um, on social media. So make sure you're following us on all social media platforms so you can get that information. Um, but with that being said, we appreciate you guys so, so much. And until next time, next week, guys, ciao. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.